What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Sneaker Talk, Jersey Edition, Episode 6. Today is just me on this episode, and we'll be going over everything that's been happening in the world of sneakers and a little bit of streetwear for the first quarter of 2022. So if this is your first time watching, please make sure you leave a comment, like, subscribe on YouTube. And then there's also the audio version. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, make sure you leave five stars and leave a good review. But let's get right into it. So, you know, normally the first quarter or first couple months of the year is kind of slow, you know, coming off the holiday season and everything. There's not a lot of you know, things going on in the sneaker world, but we do get a lot of news and, you know, what's to come up throughout the year. So a lot of the stuff we're going to talk about is looking towards the future and what's going to happen. So the first, you know, big release of the year was the Red Thunder 4s. They were supposed to release back in December, but they got pushed back. The Pan Leather Bread 1s were the, uh, the last sneaker to release last year, December 30th. Um, So the Red Thunder 4s, honestly, there was a lot of quality control issues people are saying you know normal glue stains uh things like that especially with the the suede it's kind of actually it's more like a new buck i actually did get a pair from hibbit sports um let me grab those right now i have them right here so i did get a pair from hibbit sports got them right here Um, You can even see on the toe box area, I don't know if you can see it on the camera, but it definitely, uh, yeah, it's, the quality's not the best. This colorway, it's cool, but it's just, I don't really need it. You know, I've been getting a lot more, uh, you know, I've been getting a lot more conservative around like the pairs that I do keep. Um, you know, if I don't see myself really keeping it for long term or like I can't make my money back on it, I'm probably just going to hold it, see if it goes up in value, sell it and, you know, stack my money or put it towards another shoe that I actually want. So the Red Thunder 4s, I've been holding on them for now. Most of the 4s have been going up. You know, we've seen the the UNCs, the, the White Orioles are out of here, man. I'm kind of mad i well not that mad because i sold the at a size seven men's i sold for i don't know if it was like 350 or 400 it, it was a good price but now they're at like 550 um so those are going up so pretty much every four has been going up except the lightning still i'm i'm still waiting on the lightnings to go up i still have a couple of grade school pairs but you know red thunder fours that was the first big release of 2022 as mentioned in my last sneaker talk video we did have the you know unfortunate passing of virgil abloh in november um we did see the auction going out for the louis vuitton air force ones you know people have mixed feelings on it some people are like well only the people that got the money are going to be able to get it and uh or people with that's you know spend a whole bunch with louis vuitton or whatever but Honestly, I'm not that mad at it just because it's like, realistically, I probably wasn't going to keep that shoe. If I did keep it, it would be like a long-term investment, maybe, you know, be able to put a down payment on a house. Um, But, you know, I wasn't mad at, you know, the auction. And then they also, they seeded it to the right people, you know, and it wasn't just, um, 
you know, random celebrities. There are people that have, you know, either knew Virgil or wore Louis Vuitton or, you know, I'm sure there was some extra celebrities that got their hands on a pair, but I've seen, you know, Jay Balvin had a pair, DJ Khaled, of course, and then, you know, even like Chris Gibbs and uh, I think, I think Tremaine Emery got a pair too. So I even heard Nelly got a pair, which, you know, but shows that they touched every single, you know, sector that they could have as far as who got a piece of the, you know, piece of history, you know, um, you know, they do go for a lot of, honestly, I haven't even looked on StockX or anything to see if what they're going for, because it's like, I'm never going to have it. But, um, you know, I think they did a good job, you know, from celebrities to friends and family to, you know, just people who have made the Air Force One popular as well. So I think Nike did a really good job with that. And, you know, the auction itself, um, the proceeds went to a, uh, you know, a charity that uh, Virgil started or was working with. So, you know, you, you can't be mad at that at all. And then speaking of controversy and reselling, um, we have Nike suing StockX. Um, <laughs> the, Nike is just piling up lawsuits over the last couple years. And honestly, I'm not mad at this one. So if you guys didn't know, StockX was doing a vault project, they called it, with NFTs where you could buy an NFT of a sneaker and it was tied and linked to the actual physical sneaker, which they kept in their vault or whatever. And, you know, it just sounded so weird. You know, a couple episodes ago, I was talking about what's going to happen when, you know, Nike or streetwear or any of these big companies get into the metaverse space. And, you know, that's the metaverse itself is a whole other, you know, concept. People are still, you know, uh, trying to understand. Um, but yeah, the, the problem with this is normally when you have an NFT project or anything like that and you're minting and you're like, it's a real thing. Like you don't just like post a bunch of pictures online. I know we make the JPEG jokes and all that, but like these things have to be formed and minted. Like it's a whole process. It costs money. It's a whole thing. So when you do that, you're creating something technically from scratch. Well, what SockX is doing is when they take these Nike shoes, it's technically not an original product. You are now before normally you are reselling or giving people the option to get a a uh, authentic product from Nike or Adidas or whatever Rolex whoever and selling it to someone else to make a profit now you're making an NFT from scratch for a product that you don't own and that's not okay um, you know, Nike's biggest thing is they say, oh, we don't want to confuse consumers with if this is an official Nike product or not. And it's like nine times out of 10, like consumers don't think it's a Nike product. They said the same thing about like Warren Lotus and uh, any of the other bootleggers that are going after. It's like, you know, it's it's I guess it's the easiest way for them to, um, you know, bring it to court. And but again, I'm not mad at it at all. And 
I didn't even, you know, look too deep into the that whole vault situation just because I'm not interested in sneaker NFTs. Like NFTs as a general, I, I, you know, it's to me it's too risky, it's too gamblish, it's too many people that are just hopping on it and trying to make money. And you know, if you have the connections and the inside, you know, ways into it, like you can definitely make a lot of money. I never say it's not possible, but I don't think the majority of people do make money on it. A lot of these projects come out and people are just trying to do a quick scheme and be out. And with StockX, they're tying it to the physical shoe. And like, when it comes to sneakers, yes, we care about, you know, the value of them and how we like them, but we like to put them on and wear them. You know, I'm not mad at if I was able to get an NFT for, you know, cheaper, maybe I'd try it, just invest it. If it doesn't go anywhere, sure, you know, spend, you know, $100, $200, whatever. But these things are, NFTs are going for $10,000, $20,000, $5,000. You know, it's just too much money to be putting into it. And then they're saying it's tied to a physical sneaker, but you don't even own the shoe. It's either you own the NFT or you own the shoe. You can trade the NFT to get the sneaker, if I'm not mistaken, but it's like, but then at that point, the NFT most likely is more valuable than the sneaker. And now you trade that away just to get the sneaker. And it's like, I don't know. It's really weird. But um, Nike suing them. I've seen them still doing vault projects. I haven't seen a Nike one, you know, anytime, you know, as of late. But um, it's definitely going to be interesting to see because this is, you know, this is uncharted territory we're heading into. Um, you know, Sock Jig, I don't know if you guys know him, he has a podcast, go listen to it, shout out to uh, Sock Jig. He talked about how, you know, we're kind of getting into that next phase in sneakers. Like, the, we had the, you know, the Roshi era, Asics, all of that. Then we got into, like, when Adidas had a resurgence with, um, you know, NMDs and Ultra Boosts and Human Race and the Yeezys. And then we had... Virgil with the the 10 and Travis Scott and all of that and right now we're kind of in this weird place where what's going to be the next thing so that's kind of what we're waiting for um I think Nike will win this loss so they'll probably just settle out of court or drop the case as long as uh StockX stops you know doing whatever they're doing because at the end of the day I don't think Nike sues to get money they they have so much money not saying corporations don't want to get more but they kind of do it just so people know like you can't do this this isn't okay stop touching our stuff of course one of the you know big highlights of the beginning of the year is all-star weekend so all-star weekend was in cleveland this year and again it was a little lackluster the the playoff 12s were supposed to come out but they got pushed back till march the georgetown high 85 ones were supposed to come out but those got pushed back to april those those are a shoe I definitely want to, by the way, the uh, the Georgetowns that I don't know why. I just really like that color. It's like that cool vintage, um, you know, Georgetown. You see it in a lot of old, you know, especially black movies where that was just a school people wanted to go to or they were in the old school like crew necks. And, you know, Allen Iverson went there, you know, one of my favorite players ever. And it's, it just looks dope on the high 85. So I'm definitely looking forward to those uh, this Saturday or yesterday when you're watching this. Um, 
But yeah, All-Star Weekend was kind of lackluster. People, the games and the, the sneaker releases, you know, it was a lot of sneaker, like basketball releases. I know they brought back the Big Bang LeBrons, which, you know, a lot of these basketball shoes used to be coveted. And, you know, it's good for the people that want them or couldn't get them back in a day to now be able to go get them. That's great, but it just, you know, it doesn't interest me specifically. We also had the, we also had the Cardinal Jordan 3s come out. Um, again, a colorway I didn't really need. I used to have the Katrinas, but I got rid of them because I, I barely wore them. I was mad though because the price went up on those again, but you know, around pandemic, a lot of us were just pushing stuff out the closet. You know, it is what it is. Either sometimes you make money, sometimes you lose it, sometimes you break even. You know, it's just all about moving on to the next one. Um, and then, you know, Puma put out some special shoes for LaMelo Ball and those are getting some traction. I've seen a lot of people wearing them or selling them at uh, sneaker cons and stuff on YouTube. You know, the different colorways, the Buzz City ones, the the um, Rick and Morty ones. So, you know, shout out to Puma. I'm, I'm always happy to see other brands, you know, getting some hype and some attention because, you know, we, we see New Balance getting like a lot of attention from different people that they weren't getting, you know, through the last couple of years. So Puma, Will they start getting it? I don't know, especially since like LaMelo is a basketball player and basketball players don't really move units like that, like they once did. It's more about influencers, but you know, I'm, I'm happy to see, you know, a lot of people more in the space and not just, you know, Nike and Adidas. But yeah, All-Star Weekend this year, it, it's, it's just not the same. I mean, I haven't even been in sneakers that long, but all-Star Weekend 2018, when I went to LA, like there was so many releases around that time. You had the Yeezy 500s, the Bread Toes, the the uh, the undefeated Kobe's. The there was just a lot going on. There was a lot of events going on. Um, you know, Adidas had their own thing, Nike had their own thing, and you know, it was just different. But I mean, you know, time will tell. I think everything you know it's a cyclical thing you know sometimes we have our you know really good times and then there's the you know drier periods but you know people get paid millions of dollars to come up with how to fix these things so you know i'm, I'm sure you know within the next couple years it, it's definitely going to pick up and speaking of things being cyclical we've been seeing a lot of yeezys re-releasing you know i'm not sure if a lot of these foam runners and slides if these are some of the same colors that have come out already. I know we had the Onyx uh, colorways of both coming out, um, and those are reselling for a good amount. I have not been able to hit on Confirmed App since the Confirmed App has existed. And, you know, that goes back to the days when to get a Yeezy, you had to like tap the picture fast and all, like I literally have never hit on Confirmed. I'll enter for brick Yeezys, like, and I just can't win. I don't understand. I can't hit. I enter for kids, infant, and men, all sizes of the foam runners and slides. And it's just like 15 L's. And it just, I don't know. But they've been re-releasing a lot. You know, uh, Wave Runners re-release. The Blushes 500s re-release. You know, it's going to be interesting to see, like, I don't know if there's gonna be Adidas model, if it's sustainable. I guess they see like Yeezys are still selling out. Um, and it's, they're doing it in a kind of a smart way. Like instead of just like, 
hey, we're just re-releasing this. It's like they're coming out with new new colorways, new um, silhouettes and everything, and also re-releasing and restocking these other colorways, sometimes adding a twist to it, like the Beluga uh, 1.0s, making them reflective, things like that. But we're seeing like the breads come back, the, the Oreos just came back. So it's, it's interesting. And it's also interesting to see that the prices on them aren't that high. So again, if people, you wanted it back in the past, now you have a chance to get them. And of course we can't, you know, skip over the fact that Nike Dunks are still in full effect. Uh, we saw the Union Dunks, the Pistachio colorway drop in February. We also have the, what everyone's calling the Laker colorway, and then also the Union colorway, you know, their signature reddish and blue uh, dropping on the 31st of March, this Thursday. Union's been doing a great job as far as releases you know, using the same way Ama Manier, Concepts, all these other websites, you know, when it comes to their own sneakers, they're gonna do a great job with Shopify, making sure they have their own secret domain, you know, good bot protection, everything like that. And, you know, I was able to hit a pair. Actually, I have them right here. <sighs> This is them right here. So pretty good, you know, good looking shoe. This is a size nine and a half, so I can't fit it. I'm a size 12, but you know, I've been sitting on it. I wanted to see if they're gonna go up a little bit. They're sitting around that 380, 400 range. Um, but I was interested to see how they would move when the other colorways come out. So I'll probably sit on these till like maybe June, you know, going into the summertime see how the other pairs come out. I wanna try and get the whole set and maybe sell them that way. But that would also mean I would need to get the same size. People, so, you know, hopefully, you know, good luck to everybody trying to get the shoe. We'll see. Um, but like I said, I'll try and get, you know, nine and a half again and maybe sell them as a set. I think that'd be a cool little package, make some extra money. If I can, I'll get whatever size I can. And then also talking about dunks, of course we have Supreme. They did their Dunk High release in the, they had a Brazil colorway, they had a red and navy colorway, and then they also had a black and white colorway. The black and white was probably my favorite. Um, honestly, I don't remember if I tried to get them or not. I think I forgot they were releasing or something, but it is what it is. Like, I'm, I'm kind of getting over the whole like, oh, I miss this, oh, I wish I knew, because Nine times out of 10, you're not gonna hit anyway. Like it does suck to not try at least, but you know, I, I wasn't sweating over it. I think they're going for maybe like 300, 350. Um, I think most people like the Brazil colorway the most, then the black and white, then the red and blue. Um, I personally like the black and white the most, and then the Brazils, and then the red and blue, but I feel like the only pair I would actually wear is the black and white, but um, you know, Supreme, Nike SB, long-term relationship there, you know, nothing, nothing more to report on that. We also finally saw the release of Drake with, of Drake's Nike Air Hot Step Nocta, whatever the hell the shoe was called, and I have not, 
much to say about this show. Like, I, <laughs> I did not care for it. People thought it was ugly. People went for it. It sold out. It's not reselling for that much, but it still has resale value. So, but we all know how that goes. Honestly, Drake, Nike products, he's just not the person we go to for style and sneakers and things of that nature. He owns rare sneakers, but, you know, even with his Jordan collabs, most people, I mean, I like them when they came out, mostly the, the whiter tannish colors like the 10s and the the 12s and the the 8s they're cool but again like they're just boring like drake isn't he makes great music but it's fashion's just not his thing so we'll see where relationship goes i mean he's supposed to have an air force one coming out um you know which is a cool little twist on it they switched the stars with hearts and put love you forever on the heel instead of air so you know and they got the little nocta symbol on the back where the on the back heel so i mean it's a cool little twist but again it's nothing exciting like nike needs to come up with something and you know that goes along with us being in air max month and for myself i participated in air max day I wore the skepta 97s and Air Max Day used to just be a thing, March 26th, as we know, but they've kind of, Nike's turned it into a whole month of celebration, the entire month of March. In the last few years, it has been lacking. We talk about like when the Sean Weatherspoons came out, which I do have a pair, let me get those. When this came out back in 2018, I had I think I had just made my sneakers account or like recently made my sneakers account. I entered for eight and a half or eight. I hit and I ended up selling those and then buying my size. And it's just hard for them to top this shoe. Like this is, this was a legendary, I know it's early cause it only came out a few years ago, but this is a legendary, like some people put this in their top three Air Maxes ever, which is, you know, kind of crazy to say but it's such a perfect shoe this color palette the materials the everything and we just haven't seen anything close to this recently like i don't know if they want to do the whole have people try and design their air maxes again but air max month has been pretty weak uh concepts put out three different air maxes the last couple weeks um they were cool. I actually like the far out pair that just came out. Um, but again, like there's a lot of noise for it, but I don't know if it's everybody who wants it is getting it. Um, the resale is not that high. And of course the resale isn't everything, but you know, it is an indicator of where the demand is for that shoe. And I don't know, Nike's gonna have to come up with something because this Air Max month just isn't a thing anymore um the travis scott air max ones are supposed to come out we know what happened with him in World. they did release early in houston um and those pairs are going for like over a thousand twelve hundred dollars namely because of the controversy around them and also the fact that people think nike may drop travis scott that remains to be seen um but travis has been popping out he was at an oscars pre-party He's been DJing, he's been posting on Instagram a little bit. He put out his, you know, new things called like Heal Project or Heal.org that's gonna, you know, be a creative space for the youth and then also 
um, make sure concerts are safe moving forward, which, you know, I don't know if you were calling that PR or whatever, but like that is important. And he is trying to get back into good graces. He's supposed to pop out with Kanye at, I don't know if it's Coachella or uh, Rolling Loud. So he's trying to get back out there. Will Nike release those? Who knows? They also have the Air Trainer that's supposed to come out. So, you know, all that remains to be seen. But, you know, hopefully, you know, the families, you know, the, their lives are changed forever. But, you know, hopefully everybody can. I want to say move past this, but get back to as normal of their lives as they can, where that's not, you know, the focal point of who Travis Scott is. Um, but yeah, that all remains to be seen. We also got news that the Chicago ones are coming back in a reimagined uh, iteration later this year, October, along with the Jordan 2 Chicago's. We've seen the twos are getting pushed from that Off-White collab. Um, a bunch of other classes are supposed to be this year, but the Chicago ones coming back with a vintage feel to them for $180. And we got news that after that release, Jordan 1s, as you know, expected, will be going up to $180. Um, people are paying $300, $400, Nike seeing it. We're already seeing other retros going for $210, $220, so it was bound to happen. Everyone wants to see pictures, though, because we get, you know, news of, you know, a, uh, OG coming back. People have been waiting for the Chicago's and, you know, we have no idea what it's going to look like. So we're still waiting on that. I have a pair from 2015. Depending on what this pair looks like, I may get it and then sell my 2015 pair um, just to make the extra money. I don't need five different versions of the same shoe. Um, but, you know... We'll just keep an eye out on that. And then the final piece of news is that Vanessa Bryant, she did post that her, the Kobe Bryant estate and Nike has come to an agreement on, you know, I don't know if that means they're going to put out new Kobe models or, you know, continue retroing, but it was just great to see them working that out. Um, you know, they're gonna be sending donations to the Mamba Foundation and everything like that so you know that's just one of those great stories and you know it had to happen like that it there was no way that Nike could let that situation just end the way that it did so it's going to be you know great to see what they do moving forward and involving the Brian estate um, you know we hope that Vanessa and their family and all the families that are affected are you know they're still healing, obviously, but hopefully this was a movement in the right direction to get them there even faster. Um, I know that a lot of NBA players are happy about it. They've been trying to wear Kobe's and it's been hard to get. So, uh, you know, just great kudos all around to everybody. And that pretty much does it for this episode of Sneaker Talk. Um, you know, next episode, I do plan to have a guest. I know this was a little uh, impromptu just having me, but you know, I like to give my opinions too, but I definitely wanna hear other people's opinions. Uh, like I said, don't forget to rate five stars, leave a review if you're listening to this. And if you're watching on YouTube, of course, like, comment, subscribe as usual, and I will catch you guys on the next episode.